RPG for You and Me presents a special Patreon series. Join us in Pantheon Mythos. The pier itself, it's like any beach pier you would have ever been on. There's no like Ferris wheel. There's no amusement attractions as far as that's concerned, but there's like a lot of little bodegas and shops, a couple food places. There aren't any like carts because this is upper scale. Like everything's a little bit fancier and definitely way overpriced. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's uh, fancy couples that are dressed in fancy cash. You know, the guys would be like wearing a nice polo shirt, maybe some khaki pants or even cargo shorts. What about a sweater tied around their neck like a little cape? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know where we are. D12. Yes. <laughs> ten. You see at least ten of those. Fuck yeah. It's great. All shapes, all sizes. As you get further along the pier, you do start to notice that there's sort of two tiers of employee uniform that you guys had previously been talking about. The higher tier appears to be the standard actual outfit for the Mist Whispers, they're all dressed in like classic security, breathable suits or pantsuits, usually black or some form of gray. All of the Mist Whispers, in addition to their suits or pantsuits, they wear visors, kind of in the style of Cyclops from X-Men, except instead of it being like a visor, they're sunglasses. The glasses can be slid down or they can pop up and you'll actually see their eyes. But as you're walking by, you notice them look at you and the the dark shades of the sunglasses flicker to like a much brighter shade of blue, sort of like a scan, and then back to black again. All of them are also completely sleeveless. So nobody, nobody in their suits has sleeves. Most of them are just fucking shredded and their arms all have very similar tattoo patterns that are basically like ripple patterns or water drops in different shades of blue, and they all look a little bit different. So same theme, but more individuality in the designs. And then the lower tier of them is more of just like a basic black and white business, I hey, look at me, I'm a servant type thing, to just blend into the background, nothing that really catches your attention. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's harder to tell them apart because the fancier people here, many of them do also wear black, so there's lots of black the percentage breakdown of security employees versus resort goers starts to even out a bit more as you get closer to the resort uh, and it's a little bit heavier. But if you guys would like to collectively make a notice, usually the way we do these group roles, I'll let you guys choose if you want to each roll individually or if you want to have somebody be like the primary and then others roll to support, that's fine too. But uh, if you would like to either collectively make a notice roll or appoint someone to be the noticee, the, the noticer. I'm down for collective. Collective sounds fun, yeah. Yeah, collective sounds fun. So go ahead, roll your notice at no penalty. D4, ha! That is a solid four. <laughs> Same. I'm also solid four. Seven. Seven, okay, so everybody gets a basic success. So everybody collectively spots 
probably two or three different like staff entrances that seem to actually go into the main complex rather than a lot of the smaller shops out here. You'd previously been looking for places where staff members might congregate. With a basic success, they all seem to be about the same. They're off to the side, not the main entrance, but they're also not like super removed from the main entrance. Mm -hmm. So depending on what you wanted to do or how you wanted to approach it, you can amend your tactics accordingly. And while we're here, starting with Nakoda, Nakoda, tell me one thing about either the pier or what you can see about the hotel resort from where you are now. Was the pier out front? The pier is like in the harbor area. So it depends what you consider to be the front. Like. If you were driving into a resort, as we generally might in our world, you might consider the front of the resort to be the outside inland, but you guys are coming from like the waterfront. So I guess it depends on what your perspective is. I'm picturing almost like a big grand entryway in the front. You know, the the doors that have no business being as expensive as they probably were. Big fountain in the front probably some hedge gardens off to the side. Hedges, I'm imagining, probably growing a flower akin to a rose of some kind. Nice. Honestly, the hedges are probably mostly thorns. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything particular about the fountain there? Is it like a statue fountain or is it just like a nice, very basic ornamental fountain? I'm imagining a fountain that it is a uh, Yara individual. The water is coming out of where the four Yara arms, they're all holding a pitcher and that's where the water's coming from and there's four spouts coming off. Cool. Ezra, what is one thing you can tell me about the area you're in or that you can see about the hotel that you're approaching or the resort that you're approaching? Along the pier as a sort of homage to the rustic area that used to be around and just to give rich people something fun to do. There's a lot of fishing poles set up, but nobody's actually interacting with them. Okay. Lovely. Part of the aesthetic, yeah. Oh, so quaint, yes. The fishing poles. Thousand plus dollar fishing poles. Yeah. <laughs> the really tall ones. <laughs> oh, God. Though, yeah. Carbon fiber. <laughs> Allie. Yeah? Tell me something about the pier or the resort from the outside that you can see from here. I'll tell you what. They got a bubble dancer. One of those guys with the kiddie pools just filled with soap bubbles, you know, and he's got the big wand and then they do it through the sky and you get those big Donnie Darko ass bubbles making shapes, oh. but maybe he's also linked. So he makes them wiggle into shapes. Very cool. What if he's in the fountain doing that? Yes. That's very cool. <laughs> the fountain's just bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of bubbles. <laughs> it's just bubbles. I'm going to add that this entertainer is also working for the weekend, am I right? <laughs> for the weekend. Maybe he also has like a little pinacet with him, like a little <gasps> tiny guy who's helping to gush the water out for him. Every now and again, he pops a bubble. See, look how well-trained they can be. That's so cute. Yeah. I Do you think he let me touch it? Well, they're on the job, so maybe not. Right. I'm sure there'll be others. Okay. Or if you tip well enough, maybe. I do have to admit that is impressive. Ali, since this was your idea, can you roll me a d8? Okay. And if it's a four or above, the people around seem to be impressed. Oh, it's a one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these, these rich fucks are just completely ignoring this dude, like walking around, like barely even looking at him. Like, oh, how, like, they, it's a joke. Like, they're just like, haha, how quaint. This street performer in our fountain. If nobody objects, 
Hara's gonna pull the other two by their arms, like right in front of it to get a selfie with the bubble guy in the pit of set. Like, is she so happy? Absolutely. When you try to grab Dashi, she does do the whole like twist slip away. Party Poopa! Nope. <laughs> she says she runs away towards the mountain. <laughs> Medusa being dragged behind. <laughs> you get your selfie uh, in front of there, and it looks like the performer yes. looks happy about that. Like somebody's happy to see them. Yeah, she wants to tip this guy. This is a good show. He's Ori with green hair and eyes, sort of like a swoopy cut. Looks like a younger dude, you know, in early 20s, maybe. Ray Bruiser's brother. Got it. God. He's <laughs> like, oh, hey, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Glad to see some fans out here. These people are too stuffy about it. You say that and his eyes widen and he like looks over his shoulder a little bit to make sure nobody's around. He's like, yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Can she high five this guy? <laughs> could I spend a Benny to have a treat on me that I could give to this Pinnacet? I don't think you need to spend a Benny for that. I, you, you're an animal yes. lover slash like that's what you do. So I, it's completely reasonable that you would carry treats with you. Heck yes. My little treat pouch. Yes. So yes, I grab a few treats like two or three and put my hand out they're so well trained oh yeah that's wilfred he's uh he's a good boy you know usually unless he gets cranky but uh, let me what, what kind of treats you got there before you give him anything i gotta make sure it's okay for him oh i i assure you they're all organic only healthy stuff i'm i'm very well known about their diet okay okay yeah he uh he lets you approach you're not cranky today wilfred are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know what you actually fed it. These, these, these things are like carnivorous, so usually what they want is meat, but they I think they can eat other stuff. But yeah, you hold it out and he takes a few steps forward. And again, he has legs, like feet with like little hands and tiny little claws on them too. So they scrape on the stone a little bit and he edges forward and sniffs at it and looks really warily and he just like gradually gets closer and closer and closer and his snout's reaching out and, it, and then he scampers back behind his man and I was just imagining Medusa actually making that noise <laughs> <laughs> if they are carnivorous then it's honestly probably just like a little meatball and because Medusa is part Nakir <laughs> she would even add see look they're, they're even so good I would eat one and she just pops one in her mouth Delicious. Oh, yeah, organic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, organic. Thank you. That's that's a nice tip for him. He didn't <laughs> tell me you had snacks. This entire time, Dodge, he's been sitting back there like, oh, this is kind of cute. Okay, and then she's one just, ah. That's <laughs> 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 a dog treat. I'm a penicillin treat. I mean, you could have one. I'm not sure if you would like it, though. I'll pass for now. Maybe later, once the munchies kick in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thanks for coming by and, you know, <clears throat> supporting the... Oh, I gotta get... And he starts doing his bubble thing again. Yeah, you gotta dance. Guys, yeah, they, uh, they're very particular about <clears throat> breaks and timing. Very tired. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the water's refreshing, though. Hara's gonna take a second to maybe wheedle some information out of this guy who seems to be chill with them. Did we get his name? You did not. I didn't catch your name. Oh, then yeah, uh, my name's Goffrey. Goffrey's patiently bubble dancing while he waits. Yeah, yeah, time. yeah. He's, he's really in the zone. The bubble. Medusa pops a bubble. Hey, I worked hard on that. 
Oh, kind of. I mean, kind of. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Whoosh, ah, here's another one. I won't do it again. <laughs> we'll get it. Wubble, blah, 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 blah. it through the air. Mommy and Goffrey. Th- there is a little golf clap from Daji. <laughs> oh, thanks, lady. <laughs> uh, I'm here to sell uh, to the auction, you know, sell like a little bit of, she makes like a, like a drug motion with her hand. Okay, okay. You're not a cop, right? Oh my, do I look like a cop? You look like a cop might dress themselves, yeah. Oh my god, that really hurts my feelings. Well, that doesn't mean they're bad. I mean, if she were one, she'd have to tell you. Yeah, that's true. That's I'm true. not a cop. It's entrapment. But, okay, I'm convinced. Not a cop. Do you want some drugs, like, for free? Is a tip for this? This is great. For free? Yeah. Roll to convince him, because get free drugs from free a stranger. Free drugs from a stranger. Let me, let me. <laughs> so she has the connections edge. And they're all her buyers, so she's got to hook them somehow. <laughs> it's free right. samples. I'm going to roll his smarts, which is just a d6, okay. to see if he thinks this is a bad idea. Can I roll persuasion? He got a nine, so I think his intelligence is kicking in, and he's like, maybe I shouldn't just accept free drugs from a stranger. <laughs> can I roll contested yeah, persuasion? Yeah, absolutely you can. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> persuasion against his smarts. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing she's it. She's so charismatic. Blew up a six. Into a four, what'd that have to beat? Uh, you got a nine, he got a- No, got, I got a, I got a 10. Oh, he got less than that. Yes! I don't remember exactly what I got, because I picked it up stupidly, but Can I it roll it again just to see what it would be? <laughs> On my charismatic well, reroll? Yeah, absolutely. As long as you don't crit fail. It was nothing. Okay. Just, just remember, you can crit fail that oh, way, and then you're fucked, so. <laughs> 10, please. Yeah, unless people want to play with a dumb luck thingy, which we've never used before, but could be fun. Could be fun. Dumb luck is an optional setting rule you can do where if you crit fail, normally you can't re-roll crit fails with a Benny, but dumb luck lets you pay a Benny to then re-roll the crit fail as you normally would, and you can only do it once, so you pay to re-roll it. The crit fail still happens, no matter what it was, you still get consequences from it, but if you happen to succeed on the second roll, then whatever you were initially trying to do still goes through, but you still crit fail. So it's like, <laughs> if you're trying to shoot somebody and you crit fail, and then you re-roll it again, well, maybe you dropped your gun, but it still went off and the bullet still hit the person. I've played with those rolls before, they are kind of fun. <laughs> it's a little, it's a, it's a little goofier, but it can create some fun moments, so. If you guys are interested in that, we can do it, but I'm not gonna worry about it right now either, considering there also wasn't even a crit fail. So yeah, your persuasion wins out over his smarts and you can see the battle happening in his eyes and he's like, what do you hook him with? Like, what do you flash him that really seals the deal? Could do what I did with the treats. (laughs) You guys brought all the treats for these, these two people. It's so good, I'd even take one. Oh no. (laughs) I think she just flashes her Pantheon page on her phone. That's smart. (laughs) Oh, you guys are like, you're like an agent? Are you here in a job? Can you tell me about it? That sounds cool. How do I get to be an agent? Can you do that? um, Can you hook me up? Do you want to be an agent? uh, I don't know if this is smart. (laughs) (laughs) D4 smarts, you got to stop her. (laughs) I mean, look how skilled he is. Do you see these bubbles? What else can you do? Did we just become best friends? I also have a D4 smarts. Yes! Oh my god, yes! Yes! <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Medusa, what does your smarts die? D6. No! It's okay. It's, you're, you're the smartest of the bunch. You're Athena I, level s- smart. And look I'm how much she gets wise, done, okay? right? What a woman. What a Medusa. woman. I've got a nice even spread. Everything's a six and spirit's an eight. <laughs> nice. Nice, that's good. 
That is not my spread, let me tell you. <laughs> Ellie says, how many dump stats? The only spread I like? Charcuterie. Peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So yeah, you show him, you said, do we just become best friends? He's like, yeah. I mean, well, I, I, don't, I still don't really know you, but you seem cool. And uh, you said something about some, oh, yeah. some free oh, product. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah. She digs around in her little bag and like goes to like give him a handshake, but palms him a little baggie of some. <laughs> don't be off put. Does look a little bit like mold. Cause it is, but it's a good kind. Um, what a sales pitch. That's there. There's good mold. Like, yeah, it's like not only is it gonna get you high as shit, but it's also really good probiotics. Oh, so like I probably shouldn't use this out here. No. Oh, uh, do I? Do I eat it? Sure. Do I? Do I do something different with it? You can do whatever you want. Like compact's all good. But how do I use it? You'll figure it out. They always do. (laughs) (laughs) You're like nodding sagely at him and he's like, all right. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, I mean, thanks. Uh, Yeah, what, uh, so do you need like something from me? Well, I just don't think we can get in there, so the rest of my stuff if we're dressed like this. You know, somewhere we could get uniforms? Uh, could you get us some uniforms? Uh... I mean, and to be clear, this guy's not dressed like an employee. He's, oh, okay. just, he's just like a street performer. Yeah, yeah but like he might know be, somebody. He, right, I just want to make it clear. Yeah, yeah, he's she not has streetwise also. I mean, I can't like give you anything, but I can hook, I can get you to my friend who can maybe help you out there. That'd be sick. Maybe a sample for her then. I got samples. Yeah, all right. Well, my break's in like, mm, I'll just take my break now. (laughs) Fine. All right, you, uh, you, you, and he looks back to Dodgy and he's like, are you, you're with them? That's, you coming? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you coming? I can get in the front door. Oh, all right, well. Every whatever entrance. We'll see you in there. She does a little salute off her forehead at Daji. She returns it very sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun schmoozing. All right. Uh, yeah. Come, come back this way. We'll, uh, well, give me a second. He walks a few feet away and pulls out his phone and starts tapping. But he kind of just keeps wandering, like he doesn't stop and turn back around. What about his pinnacle? It's coming with him. Okay. It's following. Okay. <laughs> Splashes out of the water, makes like really slappy, wet sounding footsteps as it goes. It's got webbed feet, you know. Oh, cool. It's kind of like little little dog toes that are a little more clumpy, but it does have the webbed feet. Toy. And its little dolphin tail waggles back and forth as it walks after him. It's so cute. And occasionally its blowhole opens and just goes. <laughs> so you probably couldn't put a hat on them. I mean, it usually fall out. You just need a strap, right? Oh, yeah. I just figured with the water. Oh yeah, you could you just gotta like put a strap on it, you know, under the chin. It's usually what you do. This guy seems more tired now. <laughs> He's not on duty. I gotta save all my energy, you know. It's it's kinda how it goes. Gotta refuel. Gotta refuel. Let's jump over to Dodgy. You watch your friends start to wander away towards a side door off to the edge. Uh what are you gonna do? Now that she's not traveling with people who don't look as fancy as she does. She takes a deep breath and immediately puts on that 
rich person, I know I'm hot shit, walk mm-hmm. and starts to walk towards just the front door. Nice. Swagger. Going in through those double doors. Mm-hmm. Is there any, like, door security or anything like that? Anybody checking people at the door? Yeah. They don't prevent you from coming in. They watch you walk up. You're dressed fancily, so you, at this point, look like you belong, and they just politely nod to you, and the doors open automatically. So there's you, you encounter no resistance on your way in, or at least through the main doors there. She walks in the front door. She actually looks a little upset, like she wanted that to be harder. <laughs> Once you get, like, into the inside, there's more of a valet. Like, there's one of those little... It's kind of like at a fancy restaurant. They have the host or the hostess who's up front with just, like, the little podium waiting to greet you. And when you get into the main reception there, there is somebody in a, a more traditional bellhop-type look, but their bellhop uniform is also sleeveless, and they have the tattoos on their arms. They got the little hat... It's all, it's all like blue and dark, like black themed with gold trims. Very similar to your dress, actually, but not not in the same style. Like you are not passing as an employee. No yeah, one would stylish. Though. Yeah, no one would mistake you to be an employee. Right. He's very cheerful looking guy. He's got short, curly black hair, very chipper and a big wide smile as soon as he sees you and nods to you, tilts his head a little bit and he says, oh, welcome, ma'am. I don't uh, I don't think I recognize you. Are you checking in? Uh, no, I was here for the auction, I believe. Oh, wonderful. Um, and But you're not staying here with us? You're just here temporarily? Oh, no, just for the auction. Oh, I see. Okay. Do you have your invitation? Uh, yes, I do. And she starts doing that whole digging around and the... She stops and does the whole, oh, I must have forgotten it in my other pants face. <laughs> sure, sure. He's patiently watching you. Like, it's clear that this is not the first time this has happened, whether people actually do this or people fake it to try to get in. He's probably seen both. His polite smile never wavers and he just waits for you to either present him with something or tell him that you don't have it. I must have forgotten it. Uh, she does the whole pat down and looks up. I must I must have given it to one of one of the valets or something when I gave them my bag. I'm I promise you I had one. Is there any way you could just look the other way while I slip in? Hmm. So the phrasing of that, look the other way while I slip in, is is certainly a little bit more suspect. Mm -hmm. But he smiles. Let's start with that performance roll. And I'll say that your dress to kill can still apply to your performance because it's basically the, the same thing here. Four on this then. Hot damn. Oh yeah, what, do you have any applicable edges here that I should be remembering? I think you do. Does very attractive add to that, or? It might, I feel yeah. like it does, actually. Only if they find you attractive. I generally try not to look up a ton of stuff at the table, but sometimes I do like to look things up. So I'm going to get this straight, because it's going to be coming up a lot, and I should definitely know what I'm doing here. You increase your performance and persuasion by what? Do you have attractive or very attractive? I have very attractive. Okay, so you get plus two to both your performance and persuasion as long as the person in question finds you physically attractive, which I think this guy does. Awesome. So, yeah, I have a plus four. Hot damn. Okay, that's an eight. Excellent. So Hot damn. It's usually contested. Let's see. He's got this notice. He got a five. And I'm not going to Benny that. So you you get a success. He purses his lips as he watches you rummage, nodding up and down. He he looks a little bit more concerned, like for the first time since you got here. 
and have been talking to him like maybe he actually does believe you a little bit and he says i'm uh, i'm terribly sorry to to hear that ma'am um if you can give me a description of the who might have taken it i can go and try to find them but of course in, in the meantime please please come in thank you she does give like just a generic description of someone that they're probably gonna find like 20 people that that might be <laughs> sure okay thank you and do what what is your name madam what can i what should i look for oh boy uh she wouldn't give her a real name you know what i don't know let's make a chaos roll ezra roll me a d6 and tell me if it's evens or odds and odds it will be the invitations do not have individual names on them or if it's evens they are individually addressed to the attendees <laughs> oh. that's gonna make this so much harder on me i gotten even okay you got even so they are addressed oh, to the no. individual oh, no. <laughs> i would say um I don't know if you guys would have known that before because you didn't actually have an invitation and that information was not provided to you. So, yeah, I think he asks you for your name. This is kind of her thing, is talking her way in the front door, mm -hmm. Trajan, that kind of thing. For sure. So she would probably know if there's like a list or something like that. Would she be able to try to see that? Sure. You're standing in front of the podium with him. So he has a sheet of paper in front of him. There are a bunch of names written on there so that you could potentially like read it upside down while you're talking to him. Make me a notice roll and I'll say this one's going to be at a minus two because you're reading upside down and you're mid conversation with him. And if you get a success, you'll be able to pull a name from that list that you can give him. D4 notice. Here we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Uh... You got Benny's. Oh, that's a six. That's a six into a three. So nine. Oh, even Dude. better. OK, so you got to raise. Do you have one or would you like to source from everyone else? I kind of want to play into a hindrance she has here. Mm -hmm. She has arrogant, so she'd want to drop something that's almost close to the truth. Okay, that's good. Ooh. Her brand of arrogance is she wants people to know she was there after she's already left. That's wonderfully evocative. Also, she comes from a very rich family, so... Ooh. Maybe there's someone who shares the family name here. That's perfect. Yeah. If she even knew in advance that she had a family member who was going to be here or That's someone juicy. who's likely to show up, then yeah, you can absolutely give their name. That would make perfect sense good. to me. That's really good. Take a Benny for playing into your hindrance and for doing some oh good world building there. Do you have a name that you'd like us to include there? So he asked for her, for her name. She does a very quick glance down at the list sees her last name on there and almost imperceptibly there's an evil smirk on her face as she gives the name Kai Liu <laughs> K-A-I okay so yeah you drop the name Kai Liu and this guy his smile flickers in the sense that his eyes widen a bit and you can see him pale just a little bit and he almost falls over himself just uh, of of course, Ms. Liu, please, please come in and I will I will do my best. You know, don't even worry about it. I'll find it. We'll we'll get this taken care of. Thank please you. come in. Can Thank I get you anything? Can I can I get you someone else to get you something? No, I think I'll be fine. Thank you. And she's now playing up that arrogance now that this has worked. Of course, ma'am. And he does like a little at the waist bow and then like pauses for and then does it kind of again, like not sure how he should handle that quite. 
do, do you need to be shown around, Miss Liu? Or you, would you like to find everything on your own? I'm sure I can find it on my own, yes. Of course, madam. Please, please enjoy your stay. I hope you find what you're seeking in the auction. Thank you. Yes, my name is uh, Kelvin, by the way. Thank you. She doesn't even stop to catch his name. She just walks away. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you breeze past the entry attendant. You're now in the area proper. And we're going to pause right there and jump over to the other two who are currently making their way behind the scenes with their brand new friend, Goffrey, and their other possibly better friend, Wilfred. <laughs> yes. So do you like Goff or Free or like, do you have a different nickname? We just like hard cut to her motor <laughs> mouth. Uh, no, I mean, Goffrey's fine. You, you, it doesn't matter. You can call me whatever. As long as it's right. my name. That's Goff it is. Goff, yeah. We're, uh, we're going to come up here and uh, meet my friend Annalie. She works here. She's one of the maids, but, uh, you know, she does a lot of stuff. She knows a lot of people. She's cool. But she's uh, probably interested in some product. And if you're trying to, like, get some uniforms, you know, she does housekeeping. So she's... That's perfect. Like, I figure maybe we could walk around, like, fancy little waiters or something. And then I can just slip people a little bit of that good, you know. Oh, yeah. You're going to be very popular with the staff. <laughs> I bet. Or for maids, I'm very good at making a bed. Your bed was always super messy growing up. Well, that's why I had to get good at it. Oh, you, you guys know are what? like friends. You're like childhood friends. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It's pretty cool. So you're like here together. Or... Yeah, we're just hanging out. Yeah. Cool. So just why thought it'd you, be fun. Why do you uh why do you want to sneak in with these uniforms just to get in there and see what it's like? Yeah, like we're never gonna get in there regular. That's true. It's just the pranks. We we did them a lot growing up, so This is good. I mean, just you know, don't get caught because we're like really far right. away from anyone who could probably be able to come in and help you. So, you know, just like, I'm gonna be gone. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> it'll be fine. Don't even worry about it. If we got caught, I don't think we'd be here because we've done this before. We've never been caught before. Exactly. That, I really can't argue with that logic. Sounds like you two know what you're doing. <laughs> anyway, here's my friend. Hi, Anna. It's actually Anna Lee. And I don't know you, so, like, that's kind of familiar. You're about to. She gives her a <laughs> hearty handshake. She's, like, opened the door as you guys approach, and she's wearing, like, it, it's a it's a maid outfit. High skirt billows out a little bit. These are not practical outfits. So it's not Downton Abbey. It's, like, maid cafe. Yeah. This, yeah, exactly. These are, like, ostentatious ones where they're not meant to be actually used for work. They're more, like, ornamental. Like, you should stand around and look good. But they also are expected to work, so. Damn. Yeah. She's definitely got a little bit of an attitude. She's got brown hair that's cut in a more angular style tucked behind her ears. More of a no-nonsense face. So you, you go up to shake her hand and you have drugs in it? Of course. <laughs> Is it the same opener. thing you gave yeah. the other day? Okay. She tentatively holds out her hand and feels the packet there and gives you a skeptical look and then flips it over and then looks at Goffrey and quirks an eyebrow. Oh, no, she's she's cool. I haven't tried this shit yet, but like this looks so dank. Like sniff it. <laughs> oh, it's, it smells like it's going to fuck me up. Not too bad. Like, you'll be functional, but you're going to have a great time. That's good. So am I going to be, like, rolling or... Puts the fun in functional. <laughs> and it's fungus. It's good. If you could, uh, you know, market this as a product to sell in stores, you'd put that on the, the, the thingy. 
Eh, I don't think uh, the powers that be would really put a sticker on something this potent for fear that it would topple their economy. <laughs> this chick's crazy, man. Nah. Y'all. All right. Um. Yeah. So, what do you want? Like, what do you? What's going on here? Uh, my my buddy Goff here told me that you guys are like trying to get uniforms. They're not comfortable. Like no, like we just I was just hoping to like get like a server uniform or something to like go up to the auction and where all the rich people are and sell them my designer drugs for incredibly inflated prices. Oh yeah, I mean sure. And I mean uh... they'll have a good time. I'll have a great time. Yeah, I mean, if you wanna, if you're slipping me this this happy little friend here, then uh, maybe I didn't see you come in, and maybe there's some uniforms two doors to the right down the hall. It's the maybe laundry we'll room. Go take a peek in there. Yeah, they're dirty, but you know. Oh well. Sorry. Take what you can get. Yeah, you could try to sneak to somewhere clean, but nah. And sorry, uh, down which hall? There's there's like five. Oh, oh, just yeah. turn right, right here, like literally right okay, around the corner, and it's fine. Oh, okay, can, gotcha. Yeah. I get a little mixed up sometimes, you know. But yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, she finger guns at her. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you can call me Anna. That's fine. I knew we'd get there. You seem chill. All right. Yeah. So uh, get in here before somebody walks around. Yeah, come on. Let's go. Yep. And Goffrey's like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll catch you guys later. Bye. You got my info. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give this a little, little testy test. You know. Get a good. And she, she drags Zola by the hand. Yes. Let's go, let's go. All right. Yep. You guys get inside. Uh, Anna just kind of like starts walking away. Like she's not going to stay and supervise you guys. But you also do watch her just like pop the entire thing you gave her into her mouth. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. She just eats the whole thing. <laughs> and then it's just kind of like whistling as she walks away. Gutsy. It's got a bit of a spooling up time, but she's going to be having a good one in a little bit. Nakoda, would you roll me a d6 figure, please? Oh, sure. <laughs> it's not a wild card. It's just, just a, a d6. Just a d6. It can blow up, oh, but it's just a, a d6. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you guys uh, are turning the corner, and behind you, you just hear this immediate, like, slight stumble as she <laughs> slips and puts her hand against the wall. And then you just hear a... <sighs> and she keeps going. <laughs> Another satisfied customer. <laughs> She says with a fist pump, how um, dirty are these fucking outfits? Nakota. <laughs> what am I rolling now? Would you, would you like to roll me, let's see here, a D10. The closer it is to 10, the cleaner it is. And the closer it is to one, the more stains, the Nicole, more BO. You better, better roll good. And That's this is going to be like the best of the best that you're able to find. That is a 10. Wow. <gasps> wow. Uh, roll, oh my god. Roll me another one. No. I right. <laughs> got two uniforms. That's a seven. Okay, so right. one of them is is literally perfectly clean and pristine, and the other one's like maybe it's got like a little bit of an odor. Like not not too bad. It's probably gonna be not as comfortable to wear, but like the people around you aren't gonna be off put by your appearance. Maybe if they're standing right next to you, there's like a slight nastiness. But that's, you know, it. I'll take the one that's a little stanky. Maybe it'll mask the odor of <laughs> my goods. It'd be funny if you had like a pig pen hindrance. Just like a weed aura that follows you around. I like that. Quirk. Stanky. <laughs> Dank. Got negatives to stealth. Yeah. So you guys found 
one pristine outfit and one not as pristine. Hara is taking the not as pristine, which means that Medusa is allowed to take the other one. <laughs> Are these still like made ass looking outfits? Oh yeah. Oh it's, God. That's like all there is. <laughs> this is degrading, but uh, for a buck, you know? They're, I mean, they're also like suit outfits. If you'd rather have like a suit or a pantsuit, those exist too, mm. as, as established. No, I think she'll go made because it might be sus because those folks like, I don't know, they look beefier or something. Was that what she gleaned from her 11 notice earlier? Yeah, everybody that's showing off their arms has definitely got some definition. They also Mm -hmm. did have very telling tattoos. And the tattoos (laughs) is probably the main thing that you would remember if you succeeded Mm -hmm. in a smarts role. (laughs) She's like, well, I mean, I like my tattoos aren't quite the same as theirs. So I'm spikier than a whale. I, I don't think we would fit in with the suits. Uh, and it's it's not the worst outfit that we've had to put on for something like this. The bow isn't great, but I'll take it. And she tries to spin it. Do they spin good? Do we feel cute? The bows? The dress is the spin. skirts. Oh, the sk- yeah, you if you spin the skirt, sure, yeah. It doesn't flutter too much, so it's probably not the most satisfying spin that you've ever done, mm. but... It wobbles, you know, it's fun. It's like a weeble wobble. <laughs> she still has her jorts and crop top on underneath in case she needs to <laughs> do a quick change getaway. Oh gosh, she's wearing jorts, I forgot. Yeah, of course she's wearing jorts. She's wearing like oh, yeah. the, the high waist, like cute jorts, you know, mm-hmm. with like the cuffed bottoms. Gotcha. That's lovely. And Medusa still has her <laughs> little sundress on, just shoved down a little bit, but then it like matches the color or is close enough that it looks like just a longer skirt than otherwise we're so good at stealth <laughs> broken you're like no problem i mean we're we, we we lied to that guy i mean we we've definitely been caught before i don't know if we're that great but he doesn't need to know that well true he didn't catch us so we're on a streak right now yeah it starts today never gonna stop us all right let's go and off they skimp what is your goal here? Where, what are you guys doing? Where are you going from here now that you have your disguises? Uh, gonna find a congregation of fancy people. And maybe there's an abandoned tray of drinks if I spend a penny. Sure. Nice. Yeah, that's Benny reasonable. Benny spent. Slides Benny across the table. You don't have to give it. I don't want your bennies. Your Athena bennies. Those are tainted. No. Those are terrible luck. <laughs> I, I have two over here. I have a Pavi as well to balance it out. You said you love her. I do. She's just terrible luck, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a Tuka and a Pavi and two Athenas over here. So. Okay. We'll flex a different time, you know? <laughs> okay. So you have a tray of drinks. You find it. Maybe there's just like a service cart in one of the back areas before you go in. Perfect. I'm assuming the servant entrance is connected to like the back end of the the spa itself so there's just a lot of like servant corridors that you guys can use mm-hmm. to navigate around and you're dressed like Disney apart, World. So. sure is it one of those service carts where it has like the cloth dangling over a lower section oh yeah absolutely if there is right, one nice. if you want it but you can all there's like a tray of drinks on top of it that you can take too medusa lifts it and like sort of starts to get under but then stops and Oh, uh, so, no, it, it, it would be silly for me to get under there, right? I mean... It's not, it's not that kind of breaking. Maybe later. Maybe we could put something under there and sneak it out if it's... 
Oh, that's true. Of value. If we find something really, really worth snatching. What do you think's gonna be up there? I bet they're gonna have like a Gary Glitterscale statue, right? That could be, that could be. He's so cool. I heard there are statues somewhere. They're so rich, they probably just brought one here. Yeah, those rich people, they have everything. We're gonna take it. But what if we found a pin set? Like to steal? To steal, you know, if just in case there's one that isn't being properly loved. Just in case. You know, I think we can get it out of there easier than you're thinking. <laughs> Trust me on that. You've got your tray of drinks. You've determined that hiding under the table may not be in your best interest, but are you taking the cart with you? Yeah, like a serving cart. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll push the cart if you want to carry the tray. Hell yeah. <laughs> She's great at balancing stuff. So <laughs> I realize I didn't describe this at all yet, but where Dodgy is right now, the inside of the hotel... When you go in from the outside, there's like the foyer area where it's the entryway. It's kind of like the front of a hotel where they check you in and there's bag carts around, people milling about, places to sit, all that good stuff. But then on the opposite side of the lobby, if you're not going to the left or right, which would be like where the hotel accommodations are. But if you're going deeper in, the doors lead back outside again so that it's like it's kind of like a courtyard area. And that's where the auction is going to be held. It's indoors, but also outdoors, and it's sort of like a big courtyard, a reasonably sized courtyard, probably at least like 50 yards by 50 yards, I would think. Nice. Good amount of space. There. So that's what we're working with right now, with like okay. lots of lots of string lights, lots of fairy lights, mm -hmm. lots of seating arrangements. There's people sitting down and eating. It's kind of like the the fancy before the even fancier, the leisure before the action. So that's where Dodgy currently is, is inside before going outside. And you guys are also still on the inside in the back end. I'm going to be so cool about this. I mean. Just watch. Yeah, same, same. As a cucumber. Are those, are those cool? Ah, uh, they're good chilled. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so are we. Yeah. So you guys are taking your stuff going out to where? What's your goal the, probably here? the seating area where like, people are milling around. Like outdoors, like yeah. pre-auction. Okay. Are there other people doing that kind of thing? Yeah, there's other servers. Okay. There. There's, I mean, it's like there's a, a large buffet area, but there's also more like made-to-order food as well. So there's carts around that are moving food between tables. There's some that are laden with dishes that are being taken back out and stuff. Let's take some dishes back so then we can get new food to bring around. You know? Oh, we could also just eat some food, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so you two make your way out into that courtyard area, and we'll hop back to Dodgy. Um, yeah. Dodgy, you've made your way inside uh, past the entrance there. What is your next move? Where are you going to from there? She is trying to get a lay of the land, see what is really around, potential entries, exits, any cameras, any kind of defensive areas or anything like that. She's just trying to get the, the scoop of the place. Okay. If we were looking at this area overhead as a compound, the harbor area is more of a horseshoe with the hotel and spa resort proper being in like the middle of the parabola of the connected side of the horseshoe. Like the circular Gosh. side is where you guys are and that's heading inland. But the actual hotel itself, the front of it 
rings the bottom portion of that horseshoe, but then it goes further inland in like more of a square pattern. So like the courtyard itself is basically a giant square and the rest of the hotel and spa goes around that. So it's kind of like a reverse square horseshoe on the opposite side. Okay. The top tines of the horseshoe are like the end of the piers and the land masses. The center is like water and the rectangles down there are like the entire hotel resort buildings. And you guys came from the, you, you went in from the top. So the little courtyard area marked auction is the, the outdoor space, but there's mm. also like building on the opposite side that I didn't add. So it's all enclosed. Gotcha. You can get a map of the resort early in the area. So you can actually like see where generally everything is located. You can see the doors that lead out to the main auction area. And there's plenty of fancy signs that indicate that, you know, auction this way with big arrows pointing that way. That's where most of the fancy people seem to be drifting at this point. And I think we're like late afternoon, early evening right now. It's still light out, but you can tell that within the next hour or so, the lights are going to start going down and they're probably going to do the auction after dark. So you've got like a little bit of time before things kick off here to like either do things beforehand or formulate your plans or whatever. Allie looks like she has a question. Is the ocean horizon lesbian flag colors yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Damn. It's getting there. All right. It's getting there. It hasn't come out yet. It's getting there. <laughs> as far as what you can glean about the actual resort itself, it's set up like a hotel chain, probably. There's rooms off to either side of the horseshoe, but the buildings around the horseshoe are mostly for the staff. And, you know, there's kitchen areas there for them to cook, and there's dishwashing for cleaning stuff. They might have a laundry section there, but that's not really where the guests go. So the guests would enter from like the main portion of the horseshoe, which is like the hotel lobby. As far as defenses, I mean, you see security personnel around, definitely. There are cameras absolutely on the premises. You look up, there's at least one or two cameras in every room, like walking down hallways. They're scattered. They have basically full coverage. That doesn't mean that you can't circumvent it or use your know-how to not be spotted by it, but from what you can tell, there aren't many dead zones where you would have complete autonomy, but you also don't know how much attention they're paying at any given time. Right. Um, and how much of them might just be for looks. You know, not not every security camera is on all the time everywhere, generally speaking. Right. Plenty of fancy people outside, wait staff moving food around. You can see the large stage and the podium, like where they're going to do the auction. You don't see any items already up there at the moment. But, you know, the stage hands are helping to assemble things, you know, as everybody else continues to go about their business. There's like a nice uh, velvet curtain that they've dropped there for arranging purposes and dramatic reveals. Cool. Mm -hmm. After she gets that, she's probably going to try to do a little bit of mingling with the crowd, trying to figure out what items they're going to be selling, that kind of thing, what people have their eyes on, trying to figure out if there's anything of particular value basically what should i steal i think this is a good opportunity for social networking it depends on how you're going about it from how you've described dodgy and her uh, mannerisms and how she's prepared it sounds like she's probably going to try to be fitting in and just mingling with people to gather information through conversation is that accurate right she's trying to be very charismatic very appealing to people definitely then I would like for you to roll your persuasion and your dress to kill modifier and your very attractive modifier. So everything together for every success and raise you get on this roll, you'll learn about one of the specific items that are going to be auctioned. 
Okay, well, she really wants to know what item is going to be, so I'm going to be using the empathy power as well. Nice! Mm. Very cool. Okay. So as she's talking, it's not too noticeable, but as she starts talking and as she starts using these powers, her eyes go from normal bright green human eyes, and as she starts using her psionics, they slit down into the small cat vel eyes. Nice. I like that a lot. Okay, so empathy is a contested power. I'm gonna do d6 and a d6 for sort of like the crowd's empathy. Like as you're talking to different people, this is more of a generic representation of the people you're talking to. I got a seven. I got a five, so I'm gonna bitty that. Okay. Oh, there we go, there's a six. Do a four, 10. 10, lovely, okay. So uh, it's a success, no raise. I think that gives you a plus one, is that right? I think that's what it says in the uh, Yes, I get a plus one to all persuasion, taunt, and intimidation rolls. Okay, so you're currently at a plus five for this roll, which Hot is damn. so spicy. Which is good, because this, this is definitely one that's going to benefit a lot. I also believe that Hara cast boost trade <gasps> on my persuasion. Oh, you know what? She I did. I did. Well, you said you were going to, but yeah. we never actually made the roll, did we? No. Okay, do you want to make that roll now? Yeah, retroactively? Yeah, retroactively. Yeah. Posthumously. <laughs> no, uh, no, after the death of that scene. Retroactively. Right? Retroactively. Like D8 essence. Yeah. But if retroactive, you'd be irradiated. <laughs> okay, I got a seven. But I kind of want a jockey for that, plus extra goodies on the raise. So. Go for it. On Benny. Seven again. It wants to be a seven. Okay. And I'm going to say, at this point, if you cast it before you guys went back there, you're probably going to have to spend three instances of the power to keep it going at this point throughout all of this. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Four okay. power points? That's fine. Well, my apologies. I forgot we are going to do that. Would have come up earlier. But, uh, okay, so Nakoda, we'll keep your roll right now, but if you would like to roll again with your higher die type, your persuasion die type is temporarily one die type higher. So if you would like to re-roll that with your same modifiers to see what you get, and then if you want to keep that, that's fine. Or if you want to use your Benny to re-roll it again, that's fine. But you're currently at, would you say a 10? I'm at a D10 now, yes. Okay, so 10 versus a 7. So 7 still your target number. You're currently at a normal success. Oh, that was just for the... I was rolling my psionics to cast empathy on them. Oh, I'm sorry. It, w it wasn't persuasion. I understand. Okay, thank you. As a quick aside, Hara would have just got real close and shook her palm a little bit and walked up to Dashi and just went, <laughs> blow him right in her face. Oh my goodness. Just like, that'll take care of you. See you later. As she's walking away, there's just a coughing fit as she's choking on whatever this is. What does this make Daji feel like? Is it unpleasant? Is it? No, it feels good. It's good vibes. She feels more confident even than already looser a little bit in the shoulders, the jaw unclenches, you know? Hard for her to be more confident, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> can't make her too powerful. <laughs> it's gonna explode. Okay, so yes, you already D10 plus five. D10 plus five. Mm-hmm. place to be. And every success and raise will get you info on one additional item. Okay, well, that's a nine, but I'm, I want higher, so I'm gonna spend a penny. Go for it. Well, my D10 blew up there. Yes! Oh, oh my God. Into a eight. So Yo. 18 plus five, 23. 23. A success with four raises. So you have good with that. five total successes, right? Yes. 
Okay. Amazing. Cool. So you learn about five of the items, which is pretty good. Uh, it's not all of them. First, if you want to give me just like a general description of what it looks like as Dodgy is going around, just like literally, she is the life of this party right now. Nobody can say no to her. She's sticking out in the best possible way. Like every conversation turns to her whim as she goes through the room. Well, for starters, she grabs whatever they're serving off of champagne trays and such like that. She's not drinking it, but she's just holding it so it, it doesn't look too out of place. She walks towards the more affluent looking people, the, the very rich looking folks in this party. She just is talking to someone like, do you know of any items of what they'll be selling? Or is there anything particular you have your interest on? I know what I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And people are, you know, especially, you know, at this point, they're starting to get a little tipsy, you know, get in the mood, get ready to spend some money out here. If anyone doesn't look tipsy enough, she will hand them another drink. <laughs> that gets some laughs and, and thanks. But yeah, that's that's not a problem. So you got five successes. So what I'll say here is I could just pick five to tell you about. But do you have like, what are you as a player or character more focused on? Like what types of items would Dodgy be more interested in learning about? She would start with just general items. What sounds more expensive? What would be higher price? What would basically hurt someone's pocketbooks more to lose? Mm -hmm. And then she thinks about the fact that her sister was supposed to be here. So she starts trying to veer towards the crowd that her sister would be talking to. Mm -hmm. Like trying to think of who she would hang out with and what they would be interested in. Because if she can get that item, that means her sister can't. <laughs> That's wonderful. What type of stuff would her sister be interested in? Things you'd walk into a room and see and that would immediately be what your attention's drawn to conversation pieces of art, that kind of thing. I picture her sister as more of a, ah, uh, yes, I have all this stuff, so I'm so much better than you kind of person. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you four, and then you can tell me what the fifth is. Okay. If nothing that I tell you checks a box there, then you get to tell me what the fifth one's going to be. Okay. Fancy conversation pieces or expensive things. Probably the one that sticks out the most is... There's an older, somewhat portly gentleman with a wonderful mustache, and he's like, Oh, yes, my dear. Well, you know, uh, they had flown in a special piece that was uh, ornately handcrafted in Hoshi, and it happens to be a, 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 a realistically created to scale cityscape of the city Toshi itself, oh. made out of glass and smelted realistically and oh, lit realistically from within so that when it's turned on, it just looks like a miniature Toshi. It's quite incredible. That sounds wonderful. Yes, I'll have to keep my eyes out for that. Yes, it's, a, it's, it's going to be a hot ticket item, I can tell you that much. So that's probably the fanciest thing, or like the most art-like piece that one could have like in a room that would draw attention and stuff like that. Some other ones that you hear about, there's some sort of special decanter that's always cold, so people could use it for like fancy alcohol beverages and stuff. There's going to be a signed fractal ball. Fractal is a sport that is played in Toshi. There's a signed fractal ball from last season's MVP, whose name is Myron Sticks. Myron Sticks is supposedly here in person to... The Myron Sticks? The Myron Sticks is going to be here to sign the ball in person and dedicate oh it to my. whoever buys it. Get out of town. Right, so oh, he's going to be so, here. It's a big I'm deal. I'm stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> he, of course, 
plays for the Forge Meisters, which is one of Toshi's fractal teams. And supposedly there's going to be some sort of firearm, like a gun that was supposedly used in some sort of a blood feud with one of the Wasteland tribes who has sort of like a succession type dynasty. The tribe's name is the Troyas, and it was supposedly used to kill one of the previous clan leaders and supplanted by them. Who doesn't have a blood feud weapon? Hmm, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> yeah, knows. Who knows? Supposedly, allegedly. Allegedly. That's four, so I can give you another one off my list if you want, or if you'd like to tell me what one of them is, you're certainly welcome to do that. Well, two of those items have already hit her idea there. The Glasscape City would definitely be something, and the gun would probably be something that her family would want too. Oh, that's a good point. Checked off her box on both of those. I will say, based on the description of the city, it is not small. It is not a small not item small. that you can carry around in your hand. This is like a fucking piece of art that would have to be moved around heavily. In her brain, it's honestly either steel or smash. One of <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be the answer. <laughs> Some artist is going to be like, oh, my life's hurt. <laughs> Spent five years on that. <laughs> Got someone with fucking Cory Rewind powers. <laughs> <laughs> it would be even better if she could find a way to smash it while it was on stage. Oh my goodness. Diabolical. That's her. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. We're good people. I well, love, actually, I Zola love... seems like Zola is a very good person, actually. <laughs> she just likes animals. Yeah. I like having PCs that are not empirically good people. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, so you get uh, you get one more freebie or one of your choice. If you'd like to postpone that and think about it, that's also fine. Why don't you just tell me about one more thing? There is going to be a vinyl, supposedly from the musical artist Doppler's personal collection, uh, oh, that is a pre-zero vinyl that Doppler apparently used to sample for some of their music that they've released. Okay, so that's that's a definite steal. Okay. You know that there are more items, but people also don't know everything that's going to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, part of the allure is like, you never know what's going to show up. You never know what's going to be added to the docket at the last second because they're always pulling in new stuff. Right, and right. this is really, I mean, it's a resort hub, but it's also like a little bit of a trade hub too. You know, people can pass through by boat and it's easy to transport things by boat, so. Well, then after her spree of persuasions there, she is going to try to find a way towards the back rooms where they'd be holding the items at. Gotcha. Well, she's doing that. Let's hop over to Hara and Zola. You two are coming out from the back room with your tray of drinks and your table. What is your intent here? Schmooze. We're going to pick up some plates. We're going to take the done plates to the kitchen. We're going to take more food out. Hara's going to use her little ears to listen and snoop. <laughs> what if when I said Daji took a drink from one of the trays, it was from one of theirs? Oh, yeah. That'd be funny. Uh, yes, I love Did that. she notice that it was them? Um, oral notice. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture like yes, Hara going up to her with the tray, has this like doofy smile on her, expectant smile. Like, <laughs> hey, would you like a drink, ma'am? She definitely noticed. <laughs> I rolled okay. five. Okay, cool. It's so funny if she didn't. Does she choose to not acknowledge them? She'd give her a subtle wink. Tipping is appreciated, ma'am. <laughs> I bet it would be. And then walks away. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> Stingy fucks. This has a waiter walking by. I know. <laughs> I mean, it was worth a try. It was worth a try. <laughs> All right, so y'all are y'all are schmoozing and, and blending in and doing some stuff like that. What's your ultimate goal here? What are you trying to do? We're just kind of biding time and listening for goss. Or at least that's what Har is doing. Okay. I imagine we have some kind of fallback social plan. I mean, we've done this a lot, right? We know how to play off each other. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Setting something up, fishing for information, and then the other one, like, answers almost to try and get the person to, like, correct us with correct information. Okay, that's cool. That's a cool idea. Smart. Okay, so it seems like you guys are also doing basically a similar social networking as yeah. you're going around. And you have you have streetwise. Does that help yeah. you here? Uh, it gives me plus two <laughs> to like thing, you know, more illicit kind of things okay. or like. So that's not really not what's going really on. really here unless they're like some. I mean, these are rich people. Like there yeah. would be illicit people here yeah. it's just they might not be like street level illicit so yeah. much as like white collar crime and shit like that but that doesn't Damn. mean that you i mean that could still apply here it's just it just depends on what you're looking for like what kind of goss you're trying to glean or i want to hear goss about this luca bartholomew she'd love some goss okay she wants to stay as far away from nambison zadar Mm -hmm. She wants to actively avoid the area of any blonde, gold-eyed fuckers. Okay, I think that's reasonable for you to to want to do. If you two are working in tandem, then I'm going to ask one of you to be the primary and one of you to support, unless you'd prefer to roll separately. What are we rolling? Your social networking. To glean some hot goss. If it's with the upper echelon, I think it would be Hara as primary. And if it were with, like... Other service people, Zola would then be the lead. Ooh, yeah. I think that makes sense. Do we sense. want to cover our bases? Do we want to, do you, I can go for them and you can go for them? You could do it that way too and you get different information yeah. depending on which group you're talking to, sure. Let's canvas this bitch. Cool. Hell yeah. Okay, let's do Zola first. Zola, if you're, if you're talking to the other staff members. She would be trying to figure out where or which, how many really pricey rooms there are and who bought those out if people have that information of like oh wow yeah see that table over there that's fucking this person okay sure rich as hell and then which rolly roll it's social networking so it's going to be persuasion and you're dressed like wait staff talking to other wait staff so i think it's persuasion at plus two nice so you guys got your disguises for this express purpose and you know I think waitstaff camaraderie is pretty universal. Mm-hmm. Nice. A six blow up to a nine plus two, 11. 11. Cool. Okay. You want to stick with that? You can always Benny and re-roll and crit fail. You know, you're so... Uh, uh, <clears throat> well, I'm going to succeed. Get two raises. Here's a Benny bully. Four raises, even. Oh, this we know. This we know. That's true. Listen, I give you the ah, resource and then I try to shake you down for it. Like that's <laughs> I mean, I but you, she's right. I give you pocket change I so I can take it. Give me your lunch money, nerd. <laughs> Have some All lunch right. money. Here's some money. Now give I, it. I mean, I may as well, Benny, mm -hmm. at least once. As a treat. <gasps> oh, God, that fell. Oh, it blew up again, but only into a seven. So 11 was the highest. A success with a raise. That's pretty good. So you wanted to know how many pricey rooms are out. So you're trying to get an idea of like which high rollers are here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Let's see here. You already learned about Luca Bartholomew, so you knew that one. You already know about Nambus and Zadar. Two new names that you had not heard previously. There is a very affluent Vel, who's a party social butterfly, who's just kind of like at every event that is universally loved by almost everyone. And their name is Vinkley Van Thermopylum. Me! <laughs> of the Toshi Van Thermopylums? Yeah. <laughs> Vinkley Van Thermopylum, affluent Vel socialite friend of all. Mm. Of course, they're a Vel, gotta get more Vs in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's an old Karnic named Brugden Bitterscale. Love that. And you know that Brugden, people call him Bitterscale, but that's like not his actual name. He's one of the Glitter Scales from Toshi. Mm. But people call him Bitterscale because he's old and curmudgeon -y. Checks out. But he's got supposedly mm. deep pockets. Oh. How deep? So deep. I bet he's going to go for that fucking statue. So you learn about some of the high rollers who are going to be present or are present and already scattered around the room. So that's what you get from the other wait staff. And then let's jump over to Hara. Hello. What are you doing? I am eavesdropping while serving drinks to fancy people. Okay. So far, that is all I want to do until the auction is in its, you know, its zenith of hype. And sure. then I'll start selling drugs. That sounds good. Yeah, you know. Okay, so are you, like, looking to attain any information at this moment? Who look like they like to party? And where Luca Bartholomew is? Okay. Well, go ahead and roll me a notice, then. This okay. is more of a notice than a persuade, because you're listening rather than talking. Blew up my six! Ten! Okay. It is very easy to spot and hear Luca Bartholomew because she has, like a loud, high-pitched, guffawing laugh, and she loves to laugh all the time because she thinks she's hysterical. Okay. It's kind I, of hard not yep. to constantly notice this woman because she ensures that she's always the most noticeable person in the room. Can you give me a taste of that laugh? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if that was too sure. Beautiful. She's a debutante socialite. She's Ori. She has short platinum blonde hair with matching eyes. She's very willowy, but her most prominent physical feature is she has like very large teeth for her face. So she's got like a big smile and it's like just Like choppers? Like, ah. No, just okay. like normal Ori slash human gotcha. teeth. They're just like big for her. Yeah. She's got the guffawing laughter. You got a raise on that. So it almost sounds as though her laughter is like kind of being amplified a little what? bit. She's wearing a frilly white dress with a sun hat and she's having a great time. Okay. She's got fancy gloves on. Always like talking to everybody that pat anybody who comes close to her that's willing to engage her, she will engage. And she has very little attention span for individuals. It's mostly she say, just wants attention. Did you say she was wearing a little hat? A sun hat, yeah. What kind of hat what does that have decorations on it? Sure. Like on the brim? Sure. What kind? Little red flower. Okay. To juxtapose against the rest of the relatively white and blonde thing. Okay. Har's gonna walk on over. Okay. And she's going to offer her a drink from the tray of reds. They're all wines. Oh, yeah. She's got, uh, she has two glasses there and she grabs another one from you without even like looking at you. She are just, they full or are they empty? Oh, no. They they still have various levels of wine okay, in them. Okay. She's just taking whatever's brought to her happily and takes a sip and then sets it down and forgets about it. Okay. She's like, oh, thank you. No, oh, she doesn't welcome. even say thank you. She just, yeah. she just takes it and you're supposed to be there to serve her. So Yeah, it's true. It's true. I love your flower hat. It's gorgeous. 
there's like a record scratch as she like turns to look at you. She looks at you like you're a fucking slug that just spoke to her because that's exactly what you are. Excuse me? Did you just speak to me? No. Who the hell do you think you are? Somebody's leaving. Farewell. She's on her feet now. Oh, God. <laughs> she hustles away faster. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I roll a stealth to disappear into the yes, crowd? Yes, you, you probably should. I have a D4. Hey, is a five good enough? Uh, let's see. Oh, God. Let's just say she's not the most perceptive person. She got twos. But what if I bennied it? What if you didn't? A one and a two. Oh, thank Christ. Um, but what if I bennied it? No! <laughs> Oh, two and a one. Yay! So, yeah. um, Scott free. How do you scamper away so quickly? She's not above crawling on her hands and knees to get under a table. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have any shame. Is it the same table that Zola has been pushing? Probably. Okay. Or I, I <laughs> the just, cart. I, sorry, I assumed Zola was pushing it because you were carrying the tray, but that Yeah, yeah. No, case. I think that's oh, what absolutely. was happening. Yeah. Cool. No, she was. She was. So Zola's it's a quick like, pickup. Yeah, because Zola's going by. Just roll into it. <laughs> taken back there yeah and you it's like Fuck. it's like you disappear into the crowd like so we see it from luca's perspective and she's just like seeing red and she sees you scamper off disappear between two people and there's like carts that pass and then you're gone it's like one of those bus shots right the bus passes and you're gone except that's you so she sees that happening and she's like visibly puffing kind of and everything around her just like stopped but not for that long, because it seems yeah. like maybe this isn't unheard of for her to do. Right. So after you're gone and there's nothing more for her to do, somebody comes over and sort of like mollifies her and she sits down. They hand her a fourth glass of wine and she gets back to her business. Zola hears from beneath the cart, Zola, take me back around. Get me behind her. I'm going to dunk some wine on her. Just on the bottom oh. of her dress. She'll never even know. She'll be so angry. All right, I'll do it. But know that I'm against this terrible idea. No, it's fine. She won't even see me. Okay, so... Um, can I boost straight stealth, please? <laughs> yes. Yeah! Yes, you can. <laughs> this oh guy's said gosh. to make her life miserable, so... It's a white dress and she has red wine. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. That'll bump me up to a d6. It's a five, so... Okay. You get a success. Cool, cool, cool. Temp d6. She pushes the cart on behind her. Very much playing the part of just a server pushing a card around. Cool. Okay, I would like for both of you to make a stealth roll. I think Hara is probably the primary here since you're the one doing the most egregious thing. But Zola's subterfuge Ooh. is extremely important. As egregious the, is such a well, strong word. You can either, I'll, I'll accept stealth or performance from Zola specifically. Mm, okay. They're both a D6 and stealth has the minus one Nakir. And honestly, because of the nerves, I'm going to take the minus one stealth. I respect it. Take a preemptive Benny for playing into it. If you're nervous, Ooh. then yeah, then maybe the throat rattles growing a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, both sixes blew up into a 10. Yo. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's a nine. Okay. So you get plus two to your roll then, Hara. Cool. So Hara's under there. She's hyping herself up. She's actively growing like a tiny mushroom out of her shoulder that she just swipes away and chomps. Oh my goodness. Okay. Roll your actual stealth yeah. contested by her notice. Uh, five. That's an 11 plus two from Shakes. Okay. Well, what if I bennied? Oh, I plus six. No! And do a one. <gasps> she has a wild card, so she has one Benny left. 
Nope. Whew. So seven. Yes. You got, a, you got a 13? Yeah, I got a 13. Yeah, you got a success with a raise. Oh my gosh, so. you dumped all of the wine oh. on the trail of <laughs> So just like along the train yeah, of the yeah, dress. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and a little oh. bit like she like spatters a little bit up to empty the glass like <laughs> towards her butt. Just like, just like go, 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 go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to imagine that using the stealth and the throat rattle as my role to try and play this off nonchalantly, Zola's just whistling with that throat rattle, and it's like bad enough that nobody <laughs> wants to look, but like fits in well enough of like kind of a quiet thing. Well, as you guys are scampering your way away from this hot mess that you've created, the lights, like the fairy lights that are strung around, dim for a moment and then brighten and there's just a voice that comes over the loudspeaker that says uh esteemed guests ladies and gentlemen please prepare yourself the auction is going to begin in about 10 minutes so please get the last of your food will be uh, served here uh, this is your last opportunity thank you dodgy if you want to make me a notice to see what just transpired you may <laughs> I need a bumper notice. <laughs> it's a valuable skill. Or maybe not. That's a four on my D4. Well, if it's a D4, it blows up too. Yeah, and I rolled another four. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. I rolled another four. Whoa. D4s are great because shit like this happens. And then that's one. Okay. So 13? 13, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you get a success with two raises. You basically see this entire exchange from start to finish. Like, you see Hara approach Luca and the lady shriek at her. You you watch Zola going by with a tray. You watch Hara disappear into it, and they're going to safety. And then it just sort of veers unceremoniously to double back. And you see Hara poking out just the barest amount, holding this glass of wine. And then you see them pass. And then you see Hara with an empty glass of wine as they come out on the other side and start to disappear. So... You've seen this entire exchange, Amazing. just for future reference. The last thing we get here is just uh, Kanadashi just trying to act like she doesn't see it or anything like that, but she just looks away and all you hear is <laughs> just a little laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this second episode of Pantheon Mythos. We are happy to bring it right to the main feed. And we're not quite sure what we're posting next week, but stay tuned for whatever it is, because we still just need a little bit more time to build up our backlog of episodes, because whew, work been crazy. First and foremost, I would love to thank our patrons. Thank you so much to Chase, Valentine, Ezra, Nakoda, and Jackie. And thank you also to Caleb Sunstead, Zach, Ben Hatton, Paxton, Gerald, Alex, Davriel, Ellis, and Zane. Thank you so much. You really are helping us bring every new episode right to you. Music in this episode was by Crockett and Marcus D. Crockett you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and Crockett.bandcamp.com. And Marcus D, you can find at Marcus D on Twitter and at MarcusD.net. Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. This weekend, we were actually celebrating the four-year anniversary of this show, and I can't even tell you how much 
starting the show genuinely changed our lives for the better in so many ways. And we are so happy that you're here for the ride. Love y'all. See you next week.